0: Welcome to another edition of The Power of Words with me, your host, Kevin Treasure, author of The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality. Our aim is to help people win in life through the power of their words. You are born to win. Welcome to another edition of The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality with me, your host, Pastor Kevin Treasure, a.k.a. The Winner's Mentality, helping you win with your words. And today I want to be encouraging people how to avoid the wrong people in your life. I know it sounds like, "Oh, wow, why would you say that?" But listen, I tell people, listen, the wrong people will bring you the wrong people will bring you the wrong way. The right people will bring you the right, but um, you've got to be careful who you allow in your circle, and I believe when I'm speaking to a people that know they're going somewhere, know they've been called, cool, they have an assignment, know that God has destined them for great things, I tell people all the time that your eyes see, your nose smell, your mouth speaks, your ear hears, your your hands feel, your feet walk, your heart beats, every part of your body, most parts of your body, of your body, most parts of your body play a purpose. There is purpose in every part of your body. Why you have parts of your body, amen. So that means you were born for a purpose. Every part of your body has a purpose. That means you were born for a purpose. But unfortunately, many people live and die and they never discover their true purpose. But I want to let you know that will never be your portion, amen. That is not your score, that is not what you're called for. You will fulfill your purpose, you will find your purpose you will fulfill your purpose and you will be successful in your purpose but on your way to where you are going you've got to avoid the wrong people and i'm telling you this in regards to your friendship groups Because I speak to many young men. There are many young men, unfortunately, in this country, in Europe, Africa, Asia, America, all, all over the world, regardless of color. Amen. There are many young people sitting down in prisons as a result of following the wrong company, listening to the wrong instructions, the wrong voice. Amen. And now they've got the wrong outcome. And now they may be spending 5, 10, 15, 20 life behind bars because they listened to the wrong voice. And it's so important you've got to be careful who you listen to because who you listen to has a hand in your future i'm going to say that again who you listen to has a hand in your future amen so this is important why you've got to listen to god and not people per se or the wrong people and how you're going to discern the wrong people in your life you're going to discern those people by what leaves their mouth i tell people all the time even on this podcast you might have heard me say it before and man, if you want to know who people are just just listen to what comes out of their mouth just give them 15, 20. Most of the time, a person like me, I just give you 15, 20, maybe half an hour. Listen to what's coming out of your mouth. Listen to what's coming, because what's coming out of the mouth is proceeding from the heart. And it may take you longer, it may take you days, maybe take you weeks. But sooner or later, people will always reveal what's really in their heart. So I tell people, avoid wrong people, amen. Wrong people will mess up your life. Right people will fix up your life. I say this regarding to friends. I said that before, and I've said this regarding to marriage, even marriage. Marriage is so important, who you spend the rest of your life with. I tell people that I'm married to my cheerleader. She's my cheerleader. I'm her cheerleader, amen. We encourage each other on in our gifts and our purpose and our call i've been with the same woman for 30 years married for 23 all the glory belongs to god amen amen so when you hear someone like me uh, when you hear someone like me they say when you hear someone like me it's all all i'd put it all down to the grace of god and it's so important amen that you marry the god-ordained person for your life the person amen that knows your call and knows your assignment and wants to help you with that and you also likewise because I told men amen it's not just all about you your job is to help your wife help your spouse to fulfill her purpose and her call because there's nothing like being with someone that's fulfilled in what they're doing amen and if they're not fulfilled your job as a spouse is to help them be fulfilled find that fulfillment amen firstly in God and secondly in what they've been called to do what their gifts are what their calls are amen so i guess encourage people it's so important to have the right people in your life and i don't want to let people know there's a, a story and i yes, use yes you know i always I use the bible stories i mean i listen to i read many books and it's so it's so crazy but when you read some of these books some of these entrepreneurial books some of these self-help books um some of these bestsellers i'm talking real bestsellers that people like flying off the shelves when you really dig into them the concepts and their principles come straight from the bible they come straight from the word of god <laughs> no wonder it's the best-selling book they may put it in their words and may change how it's um, worded or how it uh, comes across but the principles that people are using to get bestsellers are coming straight from the word of god so i'm going to give it to you straight from the source i, I want to talk to you about a man who was a servant he had a heart for God. And I tell people, the Bible says, Jesus said, whoever wants to be greatest of all, must be servant of all. So Jesus didn't have a problem with people wanting to be great. This is so powerful. Jesus did not have a problem with people wanting to be great. It's how they're going to be great. The, their idea and their concept of greatness. Jesus said, whoever wants to be greatest of all. So he hasn't got a problem with you wanted to be great, but you, it's how he said, you, you must be servant of all. This is how you become great in this kingdom because there is greatness in the kingdom, but this is how you acquire it. And Philip was chosen to be a servant, chosen to wait tables, the administration of the Christian widows. Amen. There was a murmuring in the Acts chapter, I believe, Acts chapter six, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong and he was there he was faithful with the other seven they laid hands on him they and they served the widows and you've got to remember for you to be a man and to be chosen to be served widows you must have a, a good character full of the holy spirit amen because you are going to be working with lonely women women that have lost their husbands women that men could get could find want comfort but you've got to know how to walk and how to talk how to conduct yourself and philip was chosen he was faithful as a deacon but the bible says that it was persecution and the church was scattered abroad amen but the bible says when it was scattered that philip went that the people went everywhere preaching the word of god it didn't say they ran off scared hiding and say oh my god what we're going to do the church has been persecuted oh my god we're under so much attack why is this happening to me oh my god i thought everything was going to be all right i'm a christian now god why aren't you helping me no they went everywhere they saw this persecution as an opportunity to still preach the gospel wherever they went and the bible says that philip went down to samaria and he preached christ revival came demons were cast out the sick were healed miracle signs and wonders were performed by the power of god and many people were baptized the bible says there was great joy in the city there is something about preaching the gospel when you preach the gospel there must be great joy because you are bringing good news so whether you're bringing good news you're bringing joy to a lost people and the bible says before philip's arrival there was a certain man named simon the sorcerer who bewitched some of the city, who bewitched a lot of the city. And when Simon saw the demonstration of the power of God, he too was baptized. So he believed and he was baptized and he continued with with Philip, seeing and beholding the miracles, amen. But we find out that Simon saw convinced, but he was not converted. Yeah, many people that are convinced. My late bishop, oh, sorry, I got a bit of a cold. Where'd that come from? I, mean, I think I need to put a jacket on. My late bishop used to say, listen, you can be convinced, but not converted, there are many people who are convinced, they're convinced that Jesus is Lord, they're convinced that he died on the cross, they have convinced that he rose again, but they're not converted, when you're converted, you're going to not just be convinced, but you're going to believe, and you're going to obey, and you're going to trust, and you're going to do, amen, so we see here, you're going to find out that yes, he was baptized, and yes, he followed Philip around, and he saw the miracles, and he saw what Philip was doing, and he was really just amazed by the work, what God was doing, but we're soon going to see that Yes, he was convinced, but he was not fully converting. And we're going to find out how, and we're going to see why. And the Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 8, Now when the apostles which were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John, who when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. For as yet he was not fallen upon none of them, only they were baptized in the name of the Lord, Jesus. So he saw them and then laid their hands on him and they received the Holy Ghost. So listen, Philip's job was go there, prepare the ground, get people saved, get people healed, get people delivered, set free, believing in Jesus, getting them baptized, but there was another dimension, there was another experience, amen, that as disciples, as Christians were to receive, which is the baptism, the infilling of the Holy Spirit, the fullness, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. So he said, let's send for the apostles, amen, and when we go down, we're going to lay hands on them, amen, they're going to receive this gift, this free gift that's been given to the church, the gift of the Holy Holy Spirit don't leave him out we cannot do anything without the Holy Spirit in this time amen you want to see miracles you want to see signs you want to see wonders you want to see people come to the Lord you want the gospel to be preached to power we need the infilling of the Holy Ghost so then we laid hands on them and people started receiving the Holy Ghost now this is where we see a difference and a start change and this is where we start to see the revelation of people's heart what was really going on this is where we see the difference Situations will take place in your life that will reveal people's heart. Write this down. Winners know that situations that will take place in your life, there are marked situations. Amen. There are situations and circumstances that will take place in your life that will reveal people's heart, people's character, and people's true motive. Say that again. There will be situations and circumstances in your life that will take place that will reveal people's true heart and their true motives. The Bible says, And when Simon saw that through the laying on of hands, apostles' hands, that the Holy Ghost was given, he offered them money, saying, Give me also this power, that on whomsoever I lay my hands, they may receive the Holy Ghost. Although Simon was baptized, his heart was not right. The words he spoke were evident that he still possessed a lust for power and recognition from men. You see, it's the motive that God is looking at. Winners know that your words reveal your motive. I'm going to say that again. Write this down. Winners know that your words reveal your motive. He still believed that money could buy him what he needed, and that the power of God could be obtained with cash. You see, he still had that same mindset. Yo he was baptized, but his mind was not transformed. He was still thinking the world's way, the old way. I mean, that money could buy him fame money could buy him recognition we're not in the kingdom for recognition we're not in it for fame we're not in it to be seen well but we're in it for him to be seen for jesus to be glorified he believed that it was with money could be bought but simon once he once had a hold of the city of samaria through witchcraft and he but he still possessed a lust for control and power i'm going to say that again he still he used to control the world he control samaria with witchcraft but yet we still, he still possessed the lust for control and power, although baptized, he still possessed the wrong motives, which are made known by the words he spoke, you want to know who people are, keep listening to their speech, keep listening, you'll see if there's bitterness, you'll see if there's envy in there, you'll see if there's a lust for greed or power, you'll see by people's words, you know who people are by what comes out of their mouth, Although he tired of Philip seeing the signs and the wonders that were done, it was only when he saw the gift of the Holy Ghost being given that his motives became apparent. Everybody has motives. Write this down. Winners know everybody has motives. In all that we do, whether good or bad, everyone has motives. Whether they're in churches, in workplaces, businesses, colleges, universities, in relationships. There are motives of people in relationships. There are some people that may be in a relationship just to get a green card or to get a visa to stay in that country. There are some people that say they love you, but they don't love you. They have a motive. Their motive may be money. Their motive may be a visa into that country, and when they get what they want, they leave you. I've seen so many situations in this country all over the world, maybe in Europe, England, maybe America. People may come from another country, and they say, oh, I love you, and and they're giving you all the sweet talk, and they tell you what you want to hear, and you fall in love because this man is so madly in love with you so it appears but yet when you get married and yet you he gets what he wants maybe be a green card a visa or passport and stay to work or work permit in that country now the motive changes he hightails it off and he rides off into the sunset why because his motive was the green card his motive was not love love was just the condition or the marriage was just the condition that he had to meet to get what he wanted so you've got to be careful of people's motives everybody has a motive whether they're good or bad everybody has a motive there's a purpose people are moved by their motives write this down winners know people are moved by their motives you you are moved by your motives you 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 have a motive to make money so you get up and you go to work because you know your motive at the end of it is to make money you've got to pay bills pay your mortgage amen we have a motive to preach the gospel my desire is to give people wisdom help them with the words that they speak amen some people trip up so my desire is to help you reach your goal my desire is a minister and i believe this should be every minister's purpose i truly believe this should be every minister's purpose is to help people find god's will for their life That's my purpose as a minister, to help you recognize, find and fulfill God's will for your life. Because if I meet a thousand people, a hundred people, a million people, and I help them to carry out God's will for their life, they're going to affect another hundred million, billion people around them. Because when you do what God has called you to do, you are going to make a difference in the earth. It may not become clear with first impressions, but the time usually reveals all motives. I'm going to say that again, it may not become clear with first impressions, but time usually reveals all motives, I'm going to say it again, it may not become clear with first impressions, but time reveals all motives, but listen to Peter, but Peter said unto him, your money perish with you, because you thought that the gift of God may be purchased with money, you have neither part nor lot in this matter, your heart is not right in the sight of God. Repent therefore of this wickedness and pray to God if perhaps the thought of thy heart may be forgiven, for I perceive that you're in the gall of bitterness and in the bond of iniquity. Peter rebukes him sharply for his arts. He's rebuked because he said, Your heart is not right. How did he know his heart is not right? By what came out of his mouth. He said, Your heart is not right with God. He didn't mince his words or deal with him lightly. Wrong motives should always be confronted and eradicated. I'm going to say it again. Wrong motives should always be confronted and eradicated. Winners, I've got here, winners really mince their words. Acts chapter 8, 20 to 21. As a winner, don't mince your words. Mean what you say and say what you mean. I'm going to say it again. Say what you mean and mean what you say. As a winner, don't mince your words. Let your yay be yay and your nay be nay. Winners know how to bring correction. I love this. Winners know how to bring correction. Men. Same thing, Acts chapter 8, saying there, 8, 20 to 21. Winners perceive people's hearts by what leaves their mouth. I'm going to say it again. Winners perceive people's hearts by what leaves their mouth. It's impossible. It's, it's important to listen to what perceives out of the mouth of men and women, boys and girls in business. And then I tell people, if you've got a business deal, listen. Listen to the words of the people you're about to go into business with ask God for wisdom and discernment, listen to their voice, so try to discern their true motives, because like I said before, everybody has a motive, and it's our job, we meant to really discern those motives before we go into business, relationships, any kind of relationship with people, we've got to know who we're getting into, into, into relationships with, whether it be cordial, whether it be spiritual, whether it be, a, whatever circumstance it may be, you've got to discern people's motives. God wants us to be aware of the wrong people. Stay away from wrong people. I I run from negative people. I don't do negative people. I don't do negativity in any way, shape, or form. If you are a negative person, please, you are like kryptonite to me. I just don't want to be around you. (laughs) Why? Because we slight positive people. I tell people, my bishop used to say, "God, God is a positive God. He used to scream it out, God is a positive God. I said, God is a positive God. So if you are ever thinking negative, no, that is not of God. Because the God that we serve is a positive. Winners speak life. Write this down. Winners speak life. Know what to speak. Know how to speak. Amen. Know when to speak. Be careful of who you get into relationships with. This has been me, Kevin Treasure, aka The Winners Mentality, helping you win with your words be careful of people's motives thank you for tuning to the power of words the winner's mentality please remember to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review check out our website kevintreasure.com follow us on instagram and facebook you are born to win